You're listening to Ask the Expert on Sprott Money News. Welcome back to Ask the Expert, our monthly series here at Sprott Money News. I'm your host, Craig Hemke, and of course, it is now October of 2021. And this month's special podcast is with Ronnie Sturfela. Ronnie, of course, an old friend who's a managing partner at Incrementum in uh, Liechtenstein, but also the principal author of something called In Gold We Trust. And man, that, uh, that baby comes out every springtime in May. And if you are interested in the precious metals, I'm sure you know. I mean, you look forward to it every year. It's uh, a special report. Gosh, Ronnie, what, at least 100 pages, it seems, every year, full of all kinds of good information. And so it's a real treat to get to visit with Ronnie for Ask the Expert. Ronnie, thank you so much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me. How are you, my friend? Just doing great. Just doing great. And with that in gold retrust, like it, 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 sometimes more than 100 pages, isn't it, Ronnie? Well, actually, the, the compact version sometimes is 100 pages. Yeah. The extended version, or as I call it, the triple X version, uh, last year it was 350 pages. Oh, gosh. So you really have to take some time off, you know, and, and, and dive into the topic. But I think it's worth. And, and you know, if there's only one thing uh, that you read about gold once a year, it should be in Gold We Trust. I, most everybody feels that way. I mean, you know, doing what I do every day and, and being involved in the sector. I don't know anyone that doesn't look forward to it every May. And here we are in October, and I suppose you're probably already starting on, on next year. I have to tell you, I think my wife looks forward to the release date most because <laughs> I look, a, look like a zombie <laughs> in the <laughs> month before because it's just so much work. And, you know, we're really working like almost 24-7. So it's it's good to hit the 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 sent button uh end of may and to to publish it because it's there's there's lots of lots of love devotion and energy that goes into this report but i appreciate that it's it's really um you know so widely um um uh, followed and 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 well regarded all over the globe nowadays yep Yep. It's one of those things you, everybody looks forward to every May, no doubt about it. And uh, hey, if you look forward to these Ask the Expert segments or anything else that the nice folks at Sprout Money put out, um, please be sure to like, subscribe on whatever channel you're listening to this to, or go by SproutMoney.com and click on the free newsletter so that anytime new information gets put out by Sprout Money, you're notified right away and give it a listen. Um, and again, thanks brought money for this because of course it's free and, uh, that's about the easiest thing you can do. Give them a like or a subscribe, uh, Ronnie, we've been uh, soliciting questions on the internet and from Sprott money customers for about the past three weeks, since we announced that you'd be the guest, I've got six questions for you that I think are probably all right in your wheelhouse. Should we get started? Absolutely. All right, my friend, we will dive right in, man. This is the topic on everyone's mind. We record this here. Uh, in the middle of October, October the 18th, the next FOMC meeting is due in a little over two weeks. Um, everyone wants to know if the Fed's uh, going to announce a taper, how quickly they're going to taper. What do you think, Ronnie? Do you think that the Fed will be able to fully taper their current QE program uh, here in uh, 2022? Well, well, if we stay, if we take take a step back, I would say the fact that the market seems to care only about this um, tapering 
um, discussion anymore and that there is basically nothing else else to discuss that already shows you how dependent markets are on on, on liquidity and 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 dovish fed policy um, from my point of view if you have a look for example at um, at the bond market at, at euro dollar uh, futures markets it's clear that the market is expecting more hikes and it's expecting sooner hikes so so actually uh, you know that the curve has has flattened significantly and so 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 the market participants now really believe that central banks will react with higher rates sooner which will then slow the economy and need fewer hikes later so um I think, you know, uh, Powell made it clear that first there comes the, the tapering and then the rate hikes. And the, the reaction that I see in markets uh, now is that, um, that they will start uh, tapering very soon. I think there is uh, more and more pressure on the Federal Reserve regarding inflation. Uh, we heard some some representatives now saying well perhaps it's not only transitory perhaps it's also structurally so from my point of view yield curves are currently giving us a very clear signal that that the chances of a, of a policy mistake are are increasing so um yes they will start tapering very soon they will try to appear um, more hawkish than the market perhaps expects, but they will start tapering in a dramatically weakening, weakening um, uh, economic environment. If you have a look at GDP now, for example, it has it has cooled off dramatically. So, so I think this is a um, the recipe for for some turmoil in in in, in markets, but. Um, I think this, and, and 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 I think the whole tapering discussion is probably um, meaning some headwinds for 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 the price of gold. I think once we have the decision, I think this could actually the, be the point in time when gold really starts going higher, like we saw it with uh, with rate hikes, for example, where everybody expected that gold will uh, sell out, sell off dramatically, and then actually the first rate hike happened, and gold made its 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 low and started to rise. Almost as if gold has been anticipating all of this all year long and selling the rumor, but maybe eventually buying the news. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, we'll wait and see. I think we're going to find out soon enough, and it certainly appears they're headed that way. Okay, Ron, let's go on to number two. You alluded to this a little bit when you were talking about uh, policy mistakes and the Fed being a little bit behind the curve. Uh, no pun intended, I guess. Uh, the second question just has to deal with a, a term that's getting kicked around. I've used it now for the last 12 months at my site, and I know you've looked at this too. The word is stagflation, combination of slow or stagnant economic growth with inflation. So do you believe not only the U.S. economy, but also the global economy could be headed toward a stagflationary environment? Yeah, well, I think, you know, we, we already are in, in a stagflationary environment. And this is something actually that that for mainstream uh, economists is just impossible uh, to happen. 
Um, but we saw it in the 1970s, and actually, and then everybody says, well, it was just because of you know of of of, of energy markets and uh, the price of crude oil going crazy. Well, um, you know, if you have a look at energy markets at the moment, and it's not only uh, it's not only crude oil, it's also net gas, it's 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 coal and so on. Um, well, you know, um, I think it would be naive to think that it that won't affect the economy and this is already starting um so i i think for consumer discretionary uh it will become uh quite interesting going forward because people consumers really start feeling the surge in energy prices and you know over here in europe uh you know, I think people really start fearing some sort of a blackout. They start fearing uh, significantly higher energy bills coming in. They start fearing that we're running out of natural gas. So, 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 so this will definitely um, affect uh, consumer behavior. Um, now. I think we are already in a in in this um, in a sort of stagflationary environment. Uh, I I today read about and tweeted about uh, the so-called slowflation um, environment. This was coined by by Cornerstone Macro, and and I think this is this is the way going forward. Um, a pretty lackluster week. Uh, economic performance with structurally higher inflation rates. So 2% used to be the ceiling, but for now, uh, I think this is really going to be the floor. This is what my, my great friend Kevin Muir said. And I think that uh, even though perhaps uh, inflation numbers will come down slightly over the next couple of months, I think that we should um, expect going forward inflation rates between 3 and 4%. And this in combination with weak economic growth um, because of structural issues, um, that's basically stagflation. Yeah, no doubt. I, and I think that's a good segue uh, to the third question I have for you. Uh, gold price historically has probably had uh, its tightest correlation with real interest rates, inflation-adjusted interest rates, where you subtract the rate of inflation from your nominal yield. And if you get sharply negative real interest rates where you're losing money every year on some type of fixed investment like that, that's, like I said, historically about a 95% correlation to rising gold prices. But here we are, Ronnie, in uh, 2021 with some of the most sharp negative real yields we've seen in decades, and yet gold prices are falling. What gives? Well, actually, that's 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 really the, the big question. Um, from, from my point of view, I said in an interview um, uh, recently on 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 Kitko, uh, Kitko News, um, and I was referring um, to a conversation that I had at at, at the Beaver Creek uh, Precious Metal Summit, and I talked to uh, a really diehard uh, gold bug uh, friend of mine, and I, I and I don't use the term gold bug um, um, lightly, but because normally it's 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 um, it's meant in a very negative way, but, but yeah. for him, I, I mean it in a really positive way. A man uh, who really understands gold, who understands history, monetary history, and 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 a well-read guy. So 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 he asked me, you know, Ronnie, where do you see gold going forward? And and I said, well, you know, I can see gold going to new all-time highs in the next couple of months. And and he replied, no way, gold is dead. <laughs> so. If a if a 
if a guy who really knows this stuff, um, you know, at a time when gold is trading 300 bucks below its all-time highs, it's telling you, it's telling you gold is dead. I think that tells you already quite a lot. And and I think that that many many diehard gold bulls have thrown in the towel. I think we're seeing very very negative sentiment, and and nobody really knows what what happened because you mentioned this divergence um, between the price of gold and real rates, and 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 I have to say, I don't understand gold all the time, and and I think at the moment it's 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 really tough to 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 explain the movements but i think first of all it is definitely the crypto market stealing attention from the gold market um i don't think it's it's really investment flows it's it's primarily really attention coming from the media because gold at the moment is the most boring thing um so it's of course more exciting for a journalist to to write about bitcoin and cryptos in general then i think as i've said previously the whole tapering discussion is um i think it means some 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 headwind for gold i think gold hates this discussion and the third thing probably is that um equity markets are still doing pretty well although there was some volatility in markets um uh, recently, but but still, we are only um, uh, you know slightly below all-time highs. So 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 I think that's 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 really um, that's really what's what's putting pressure on the price of gold. But um, you know, we saw this rise in yield recently, and from my point of view, you know, now selling gold because U.S. Treasury yields are, are rising rising sharply is perhaps 100% right in the short term, but it is 100% wrong in the intermediate term. So we all know that the government's true interest expense is, I think, as my friend Luke Groman said, it's 115% of tax receipts and rising rates um, drive interest uh, expense up and tax receipts down. So, uh, you know, going forward, I think we simply cannot afford uh, higher and we cannot afford positive real rates and this and we are really crunched the numbers Craig um, negative real rates this is really the foundation of every gold bull market and that yep. makes me actually pretty relaxed so so I think you know um, we should really see it as a buying opportunity and I can tell you the sentiment in the market I told you about my friend saying gold is dead. I think the sentiment is a great entry point. Yeah. Uh, you know, a lot of folks have uh, pointed out the similarities between uh, this current period and the decade of the 70s where uh, the shackles came off in uh, 71. And you had that rally into 75 from $35 to 200. But then the pullback to 100 that preceded the move to 900. And it was that pullback from 200 to 100 that really shook a lot of people out absolutely absolutely <laughs> all right ronnie we are halfway done so we're going to round the turn and head toward home now um <laughs> a lot of folks think of i mean you and i know gold as a monetary metal and actually uh a, a currency in, in you know in, in part of the forex markets but a lot of folks think of it as a commodity certainly very few people think of silver as a monetary metal anymore they think of it as a commodity 
So now here we stand, the Bloomberg uh, Spot Commodity Index making new all-time highs, exceeding 2008 and 2011. So we're new all-time highs. Is this either the start or an extension of a new bull market in commodities in general? Well, well, you know, it, it, it's um, it's a question of of at what index you actually you're actually looking at. If if you look at the uh, at the Bloomberg Commodity Index, the the BCOM, for example, it it has made its all time highs at, at two hundred and thirty, I think, uh, in two thousand and eight, and now we're trading at at hundred and three. So 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 it really depends on 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 the index that you that you're following. From my point of view, on an inflation adjusted basis, uh, commodities are dirt cheap. Um, I know that. Um, you know, recent recent market moves were were spectacular. I mean, uh, n- not only in in the energy market, but also obviously uh, in some agricultural commodities. Copper is still looking very strong. Nickel. Um, we're seeing uranium finally moving. We're, we're really happy as we're running one uranium fund. So, um, yeah, that's that's very exciting. What's what's going on in this market? But I think it, it is really. Uh, a bull market that nobody is really participating in, and in if I talk to come to, to to institutional players, well, um, most of them are not really able or are not really allowed to invest in commodities at all. And you know, I I don't know what's what's the situation in uh, in the U.S., but over here in Europe, uh, everybody is going crazy about ESG and. Um, uh, it seems that uh, there, there's no other topic nowadays uh, than, than, than climate change. Um, and commodities are, by most of the, commu- of the institutional players over here, and there is, I have to say, I think there's definitely less history and, 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 and affinity um, uh, for investing in, in, in the commodity space over here compared to Australia and Northern America. So, so if you mention commodities, that's, that's uh, most of the time something negative, something dirty. And most of those peoples that, that have got such a negative opinion on commodity markets, I just ask them, well, did you ever visit a gold mine? Did you ever uh, go underground in a silver mine? Did you ever visit a, a copper project? No, you didn't. Well, I did. I saw plenty of projects. And I have to tell you, well, it's those are um, pretty clean um, industrial businesses. And actually, everything that, that is around us, that's a commodity and, and, and we will need it if we want to progress. So, so of course, there was um, quite some, some stellar market uh, uh, movements. But I think that, that the big institutional money has not participated at all in this move. So, so, so I think, you know, we should buy the dips in this, uh, in this uh, uh, bull market. It is starting now. I think it is a move from financial assets into real asset. We, we don't see it only in the commodity space. We also see it obviously uh, in real estate markets uh, going crazy. We're seeing it in the art market. We're also seeing it in the cryptocurrency space. So, so it is as my countrymen, um, uh, Ludwig von Mises uh, uh, called it, it is the beginning of a cracker boom that we are experiencing now. All right. That, that's a good segue to question five, uh, because as you talk about 
uh, within the commodity sector, the industrial metals, Ronnie, oh my goodness, uh, whether it's zinc or aluminum, we've seen some crazy action, iron ore and, uh, and steel earlier this year. Uh, now copper is on the verge uh, of a move to new all-time highs, very close. Uh, so the question is, with many industrial metals having rallied and some rallied substantially, will silver be next? Well, hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> um, well, 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 I mean, the, the, the gold-silver ratio, um, actually, I think it's pretty interesting because for, for our investment process, we use the gold-silver ratio as a, some sort of inflation-deflation indicator quite a lot. And... Um, you know, the gold-silver ratio was already already telling us, well, um, you know, it's, it's, we're kind of in, in a, in a cool-off um, uh, phase. And, and we also always said that a strong bull market in gold needs outperformance by the price of silver. So it needs a falling gold-silver ratio, um, which we haven't had uh, in the last couple of months. So, 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 so I think now over the last couple of, of weeks, we already saw some kind of bottoming process. We saw that gold didn't really react to uh, rising yields anymore. Gold didn't really react to um, a stronger dollar anymore. So, so I think the worst is over in the in the gold space, which also means as soon as the price of gold starts rising again, I think that silver should continue or should start outperforming gold. I don't really see um, a big divergence between those two metals, but but. As we've seen it already last year, uh, I mean, uh, gold was up last year. I think it was up uh, 24% in, yeah. in, in in dollar terms. In euro terms, it was a little bit less. But on the other hand, we had a, a significant uh, performance in, 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 in 2019. Uh, well, silver was up 47% in dollar terms last year. Um, and only 35 percent uh in, in 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 euro terms so so pretty pretty stellar performance and since the beginning of the year um in dollar terms uh silver is down 11 percent so so well you know if you take take a step back and say well in us dollar terms silver was up uh 15 percent in 2019 it was up 48 percent in 2020 now it's down 11 percent since the beginning of the year that's that's kind of okay i would say it's taking a breather but i think you know with the supply demand picture that that is emerging and we described this uh, these uh, long-term developments in our last In Gold We Trust report, where we again had a special chapter on silver. I think this could really become the decade of silver. And uh, you can make a fundamental case for silver, mm -hmm. um, also because mm -hmm. of uh, the whole demand coming from, from uh, I would say the 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 the, the green uh, industries. Um, but I also think you know as a uh, levered play on gold. I think you know there's there's plenty of reasons to buy silver at the moment. And 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 um, chart-wise, I think we we have seen the lows um, now trading at around uh, 23. I think that's that that's a pretty nice setup. It's it's not 100% convincing yet. But I think if 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 gold does what I expect over the next couple of weeks, I think that silver should again start outperforming gold. All right. 
And Ronnie, just one last question. This one has to do with central bank digital currencies. Man, there's this is becoming all the rage. It seems like there's more headlines by the week. You've got the People's Bank of China uh, working on theirs. The Bank of International Settlements is always talking about this. Even the Fed now has got uh, kind of a research paper that we're expecting any time. Um, what do you think of central bank digital currencies and uh, what are they? Are they the, the next phase of the war on cash? What do you think about them? Well, um, I, I, I don't want, I, I, I have to use proper language, <laughs> uh, <laughs> but I think, you know, um, it's got nothing to do with with, with Bitcoin, uh, uh, obviously, which is, uh, you know, um, people always um, try to to frame gold and and Bitcoin as enemies, and I say, well, they're they're both answers and solutions against problems, and 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 those problems arise from our fiat money system. Um, so so CBDCs definitely use this whole momentum that we're seeing in the cryptocurrency space, um, but it is probably I would say it's 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 right the opposite of. Uh, what uh, what uh, the inventors of Bitcoin had in mind, and and I think you know going forward, they would probably bring an end to physical cash. They would uh, eliminate uh, all monetary privacy. They would probably destroy the traditional banking system. Um, they would enable central banks to really push their policy rates deeply negative, and. Um, probably also allow the the monetary authorities the central banks whoever to set multiple interest rates um and and you know it could be used as a you know for the means of uh helicopter transfers so as soon as the economy is is doing worse well um i put some money on the on the fed wallet of 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 uh uh, of Ronnie or of Craig, and and he has to spend this money in the next couple of weeks. Otherwise, uh, it will be worthless. Yeah. So, so I think they they really try to to fine tune it to to fine tune the economic cycle to prevent any recession. Um, well, from my point of view, a recession is something normal, something healthy uh, in a in an economic cycle. Um, but we all know that that um, uh, bureaucrats, uh, central bankers, and, and 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 politicians want to avoid the next recession, whatever it takes. So, so I think, long story short, it it will be used. I think this is a very very strong trend. Uh, we're seeing that central banks all over the globe are putting out research papers uh, in favor of CBDCs, and um, they come up with. Uh, kind of weird reasoning from my point of view but it's going to happen it's going to happen and 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 i think the last year definitely um yeah basically made a made an even stronger case for central banks to introduce cbdc's and as i've said i think they will use it primarily to really fine tune um, uh, um, the 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 economy and to to avoid even the slightest downturn uh, of economic growth. You would think unlimited fiat creation that way. Well, that's kind of I guess almost like an oxymoron, fiat digital currency. But if they're going to go that route, you sure would think that would make your physical gold, your physical silver, more valuable. Absolutely, absolutely. I mean, it's. Um, I, I, I think we should we should not 
not underestimate the creativity of of of, of central bankers and uh, bureaucrats when when the you know what uh, hits the fan. Um, so so I think this this might be another way to to even prolong this uh, this whole monetary mess that we are in. Uh, it's it's a pretty desperate move already. It's uh, uh, you know if George Orwell would still be alive, he would probably um, be shocked. But yeah, it is what it is, and we have to make the best out of it. Yeah. Maybe he wouldn't be so shocked. He'd just go, oh, okay, yeah, I guess yeah. We'll see this coming. <laughs> They're following the playbook. <laughs> right, exactly. Hey, and, and again, hey, well, let's follow this fraud money playbook for a second. Um, everybody here, if you've enjoyed this content, if you enjoy all the other content that Sprout Money puts out, please be sure to uh, keep them in mind. The next time you're looking to buy some physical metal, maybe looking for a place to store physical metal, SproutMoney.com is where you want to go. And if you want to actually talk to a, a helpful person on the other end of a phone line, you can pick up the phone as well, 888-861-0775, and uh, give them a call. They'll be happy to help you with all of your precious metal needs. Uh, again, we've been speaking with Ronnie Sturfela, Managing Partner, Incrementum AG, and Lichtenstein, also the principal author of the In Gold We Trust Report. The report for 2021 was, again, a fantastic work of art and we look forward to the one in 2022 ronnie uh and uh so you go keep your nose to grindstone and get working on it absolutely <laughs> we'll uh, do so friend. sir <laughs> hey. thank you very much for having me again thank well, you all and, the best and thank you for your time it's always great to visit with you and thank you all for listening we'll have another ask the expert segment next month 